Do we ever have a great episode for you this week? We want to know how dirty or how clean the house was that you moved into, because most houses are professionally cleaned before you move into them, right? The shower was banana yellow. Until you cleaned it off and it was white underneath. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of which, our fun new game, Is Melody Wrong? I am going with Melody on this (gasps) one because I've done it before. Yeah, that game's not going to (laughs) last. What is the name of this weekend? This weekend right now. This long weekend. This long weekend in May. (laughs) And you want to buy a raffle ticket for my daughter's swim team? (laughs) Thanks for listening and for your (laughs) e-transfers. Where our circle of trust includes you, Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. Now, you and I are are originally from Ontario. Boo. I know, I know. We're here now, and this is where we want to be. I've been yes. here for like a decade. Yeah. Uh, but we always called it May 2-4 growing up. And it was always the weekend that you went camping. Yep. And it was usually warm. Uh, yeah, I in mean, it might Ontario. rain or something, but yeah, it's going to be warm-ish. Yeah. It probably rains. People might have fireworks because it's Victoria Day. Yeah, yeah. And you definitely go swimming no matter how cold the water is. You go in to say that you went in May 2-4 and then you went in Labor Day. Exactly. And you also got a sunburn no matter. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And bitten by mosquitoes. Yeah. But when I moved to the East Coast and I found the same thing when I lived in New Brunswick, nobody called it May 2-4 here. Who's this? Hey, guys. It's awesome. <gasps> Austin! Yes, this is Austin! What can we do? Our favorite listener who originally used to live in Alberta, and it was definitely called May 2-4 there, right? Nope, May Long. Always been May Long everywhere I am. This is lending credibility to my theory that it's an Ontario thing for it to be May 2-4. For sure. May 2-4 is May 24th. Well, that's this weekend is always around the 24th. The 24th is next Wednesday. We're close enough to that. Yeah, but only Ontarians, like pseudo-Americans, would be like, yeah, it's just always May 2-4. Americans don't know what a 2-4 is. I, no, I bet you it's for... Oh, you're right. Never mind. Yeah. Apparently, Nova Scotians don't either. They call it a court. <sighs> <laughs> you know, can, like, you lighten up a little bit... <laughs> It's fun to call it a 2-4. It's a nice thing to have oh, in your okay. life. Okay, wait a minute. Here, you got to check oh, your me. Ontario at the door. Going to the liquor store the first time when I got out here, I asked for a 2-4 of Captain Morgan Spice. And I was like, a what? I'm like, just give me your baby's bottle. It's called good. Wait, like, you, oh, get, you, get a you buy your rum by the packs of 24 bottles of it? No, 2-4. That's what we call a court in Alberta. <laughs> What are you talking about? Wait, are you talking about beer, though, or rum? No, he's talking about a rum Rum. bottle. Rum? Do you mean a 26er? Um. You're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And you're wrong about May Long. (laughs) May Long. Everyone's wrong except me. But (laughs) Samantha texted us, and she said, The term May 2-4, definitely an Ontario thing. About 11 years ago, I went with a group of friends for a boating weekend up there. First time I ever heard the term. And Teresa said, I'm also from Ontario, and it's always been May 2-4 for me, too, but definitely only in Ontario. Well, you're welcome for spreading the fun. Also, anybody that says May Long is always a warm weekend, obviously has never gone out backwards camping. 
And usually it snows. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Every blue nose that I've ever been a part of, it's either been snowy or raining, but it's definitely been cold. I've had multiple years where I was out camping in Maylong, west Alberta, and I my tent collapses from the snow. You guys are really bumming me out. <laughs> That's what we're here for, Foreman. <laughs> You're welcome. Well, Tyler, where are you from? I'm from Cape Breton, actually, and I was going to comment on the conversation being had about uh, what the, the name of this weekend is. All right. right. I should have let you talk a little bit longer. Yes, I can tell you're from Cape Breton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I grew up in Cape Breton, and more specifically, I guess, in Sydney Mines, uh, north side. And uh, <clears throat> we actually call it Hiking Day weekend. And I think it might be specific just to maybe the north side of Cape Breton there, because I know people even in Clays Bay and Sydney and that don't even call it Hiking Day. But, you know, it's exactly what it says. You know, yeah. You, you get up that weekend, you know, you gather your buddies, you hop on your bikes, and it'd be a day that you could kind of get away from the parents and just kind of go hiking or biking or swimming or whatever you want to do, but just a, a day to get out and enjoy the, the weather, and whether it's good or bad, you, you're, your parents kind of kicked you out of the house. Wait, did you say it's hunting day weekend? Hiking day. Hiking, hiking day. day. Neither of us thought that's what you said the first time. No. And I'm thinking Sorry. you're going out on your bikes with your guns, and it just <laughs> didn't really seem all that efficient. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so if you're from the north side of Sydney Mines, it's hiking day. Exactly. Did think- you not ever bring a, a case of beer with you, say, I don't know, 24 of them? And, and call it a two-four, 100%. Okay. There you go. <laughs> See, it's pretty fun, right? Exactly. Exactly. Now, Caitlin, thank you for calling. Caitlin from Lower Sackville. Yes. Caitlin, born and raised in Nova Scotian. 100%. And Caitlin, born and raised in Nova Scotian from Lower Sackville, who calls this weekend what? The May 2-4 weekend. Bam in your face! Why are you saying (laughs) in my face? I am suggesting that people don't call it that here. And Caitlin's saying you're wrong. Because we have been getting messages from people saying they don't call it that here. Well, maybe they're not from here. Exactly. I've lived in five provinces, and I've only ever heard it in Ontario. No, we do. It's always been, and there was always a rule for your winter tires that you... Wait until May 2-4 weekend to take your winter tires off. Now, I didn't follow that this year, but that's usually what we wait for. <laughs> that is a good That is a good rule because yeah. we also know that snow is not uncommon on the May 2-4 weekend. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And see, you just naturally called it May 2-4. Well, I am naturally <laughs> from Ontario, so it's always been May 2-4 for me. But I know when I've called it that after moving here and, and in New Brunswick as well, people were like, what? <laughs> May 2-4, okay, American. That's what they called me. Mm-hmm. Well, Aaron just texted from Hans County, who says, here in Hazard County, it's definitely called May 2-4. It really is. I'm sorry, Melody. I'm usually on your side with this, but not today. I, you don't have to apologize for this one. It, it isn't, it, this isn't my side. I call it May 2-4 as well. I just have never heard anybody here call it that. Kira said, actually, Melanie, that is wrong. <laughs> Newfoundlanders also call it May 2-4. Aha. Uh-huh. All right, well. All right, Melanie. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just say that was an autocorrect. Natasha from uh, St. Margaret's Bay area says, sorry, Melody, I am with Foreman this time. It's May 2-4 weekend. Okay, Heather. 
Also, Victoria Day long weekend, when I was growing up many moons ago, we always referred to it as May Run Weekend, and that was the weekend you packed the car with your friends, loaded all your booze in the trunk, drove for the ferry, waited for the ferry, camped somewhere in PEI, no matter the weather. So May Wait. Run Weekend. I've never heard that. That's, no. that's ridiculous. That's... It's not called that. No. <laughs> she, we can all agree that Heather's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but as it turns out, lots of people call it May 2-4 here. Yeah. Listen. That's the, what it is. That's what it is. I don't disagree. <laughs> Let it be known. Melody's issuing her official apology <laughs> coming up later. But like, you're from Nova Scotia. You call it May 2-4, right? Well, not necessarily, because Jake says Nova Scotians don't call it May 2-4. Coming from a guy that works on boats and is on boats 24-7 and is around horse shows and all the stuff that starts this weekend, no one says it. Dawn agreed. Born and raised here, never heard it called that. Oh, come on. Yes. Good thing we have Zena to say it's May 2-4 weekend because you get a 2-4 for the weekend. Yes. Also... <laughs> When is Victoria's Queen Victoria's actual birthday? May 24th. The 24th, okay. <laughs> Matt from Clayton Park says, I'm from here and I've always known it as the May 2-4 weekend. Lindsay from Beaverbank, I never remember what the May holiday is, so I just default to 2-4. Yeah. Ron from Bedford says, Melody is wrong. I've... Mer I've heard May 2-4 here in Nova Scotia, Alberta, and Ontario. Wow. Okay. Jillian from Cape Breton, and we absolutely call it May 2-4. It's usually the first warm weekend, so we go grab our beer and get up to something outside. It's not just an Ontario thing. Not, also not usually that warm, but... <laughs> <laughs> Especially in Cape Breton, Jill. Yeah. Uh, Tracy from Yartmouth says, Foreman's right. Mallory from Halifax says, well, I'm actually from New Brunswick, and it varies between May long and May 2-4. Okay. And I also used to live in Alberta, and 2-4 is definitely a case of beer. Oh, okay, okay, yes. Crystal says, born and raised here in Nova Scotia, always called it May 2-4. A case of beer is a 2-4. I don't care what anyone says. Wow. No one's disputing what the case of beer is called. <laughs> no one's disputing? Oh. Because Robbie's disputing. What? I mean, he does agree. He's always called it May Long or May 2-4, but he says 2-4 uh, of beer is a flat, and a case is a dozen. Okay, well, you can <laughs> you can debate that amongst yourselves yeah. all this May 2-4 long weekend. I was under the impression that everybody did like a big um, move out clean, hired cleaners, got it professionally done. For the buyers? Yes, because our buyers for our house put it into their actual contract what? <laughs> that we had to do a professional clean. That you had to do it? Yes. As a condition? Yes. What? And so we're doing that, but I, I, and I thought like, oh, what a good idea to include it. But I also just thought that everybody did that anybody. Anyway. Oh my goodness, no. <laughs> my, how the market has changed. I, Not well, only can you put conditions at all now, but you can <laughs> put a condition that you as the seller have to clean the house for me as the buyer. Why wouldn't you do that anyway? Like a common courtesy thing. I mean, you move all your stuff out and then... Whatever. The house is yours. Oh, that just sounds disgusting. Yes. I, I, like I said, I just I thought people did this. 
I don't know what the condition will be that we're moving into. Well, it's not going to be professionally clean for you. Well, maybe you will. We'll see. We'll see. I'm giving them credit. <laughs> we, we actually get to go see it tomorrow because we close on that house tomorrow. So oh, I will wow. see if they professionally cleaned it. But Sue texted us. She must work for a cleaning service because she did text me what they do in the move out clean. It's more extensive than a regular clean. Right. And she said, you should never assume <laughs> of course that people not. are going to do this. She said, we've been doing this a long time. Not much surprises us anymore. Sounds like it has a lot of yucky stories (laughs) attached to it. Elsa, this does happen to you. Professional cleaning every single time. Yeah, we've uh, purchased houses in Ontario, BC, and now Nova Scotia twice. And it's always been part of the contract and our realtor told us to put it in. And then we've sold three houses. And it was always a gift from a realtor to have the house professionally cleaned. That's, first of all, that's an amazing gift. Our realtor's coming to bring us a closing mm-hmm. gift tonight, and I don't think it's that. <laughs> I was assuming it was going to be like a bottle of wine. Yeah. We literally had to hound our realtor for that bottle of wine. We were so displeased with our services. We're like, we're getting that damn bottle. <laughs> but I, I've never heard of it being always part of the condition like never i thought it was so smart of them to have it in a condition for their sale and i can't believe you let them get away with it and now elsa you do it every time oh it's always been what our realtor recommended no it's smart yes please thank you it's smart and as far as things that you're going to you know make a big deal about like when we were selling our house and the buyers put that as a condition it's like okay we're not going to end the sale over what's going to just be a few hundred dollars like mm-hmm. at that point you're like okay no 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 we'll we'll do it we'll do it sure whatever you want yeah <laughs> no my my hatred of you elsa is more in my <laughs> disappointing in myself for not thinking of it first <laughs> And by hatred, he doesn't mean uh, that he actually hates you. Please don't stop calling and listening to us. <laughs> when you said that it was unusual and you hadn't heard of it, I was surprised. Wow. I'm just, the theme, I guess, then is once again, Foreman is wrong, I guess, is what we can deduce from that's, this. That's I, not the game we're playing. <laughs> well, here we are. <laughs> well, who's this? Good morning, it's Andrea. Andrea! It's Andrea who had a farm. Oh, don't forget the pig that lived in the living room. And she is on the phone. If anyone needs to clean their house after moving, it's someone with a pig in the living room. (laughs) Well, good thing my parents haven't moved from that house then. Our house that we bought back in December of 2019. Lucky us, right? We got in there just before prices went high. Same. Same for us. Same mm-hmm. for our place that we just, just sold. Yeah. On the surface, like when you first walked in, it looked okay. No. Oh my God. You, the, we had, when we moved the stove, it was absolutely things were living there. Um, moldy things. Oh. And the fridge had only one shelf. <laughs> one shelf. It had like sticky stuff on it uh, and the cupboards. Yeah, of course oh, it my, The cupboards were gross on the inside and the out. I spent days. My mom, my mother-in-law helped me clean that house when we moved, as we were moving in and it was absolutely disgusting and then I had to turn around 
and clean our apartment we were moving out of. Why'd you clean it for them? Uh, because our landlord told us we had to clean or we don't get our damage spot oh, back. Right. Yes. Yeah. In that case, I suppose. An old stove? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Dare we ask the condition of the bathrooms at said house? <laughs> We're still on clogging drains. Like, as we live there, we're discovering that, like, the kitchen sink was just full of hair. In the kitchen sink? In the kitchen sink, the bathroom sink. The shower was absolutely gross. I mean, not only was it the fact that it was a really old shower and it was banana yellow, I kid you not banana yellow. Until you cleaned it off and it was white underneath. <laughs> when you walk through, it's going to look it's going to look clean when you walk through it, but when you actually look at it, it's not. No. Like uh, Melody will remember this story. When we moved into our house now, uh, there was it was very wonderfully decorated. It was probably staged before we bought it, and so when they removed all their items and things off the walls, we realized how the walls are just, it's like they're full of bullet holes. (laughs) Half of them are plastered over and then painted over with a paint that's a different color than the rest of the wall. They're not supposed to do that. We were advised by our realtor, just leave every nail, leave everything. You do not take those out and try to, you leave it. I will admit that in our early days of being together, Tom and I have been together for 11 years and and our first apartment was in Toronto and um, they were just, they were a terrible landlord and a terrible, it was all terrible. So we didn't care to do much to help them when we left. And we absolutely did that on a hole that was in a door. There was accidentally a hole made in a door and instead of patching it up properly, we put a piece of paper inside, we painted over it, and they never would have known until the next person moved in. <laughs> wow. How'd that hole get there? I am not telling that story on the radio. <laughs> My wife, Ashley, has had another oopsie-daisy while driving. (laughs) We're Melody Informant in the Morning on Hot Country 103.5. When you say it like that, it makes it sound like she's done something in her pants. (laughs) That's what my oopsie-daisies are these days. Okay. While I'm pregnant. (laughs) No, well, the last time, you may recall, she was uh, blaring her own personal Spotify (laughs) playlist of all the best 90s and 2000s hip-hop jams. Yes. And then paused it, rolled down her window in the Tim's drive-thru, and got out her phone to use the Tim's app to pay for her iced coffee in her yoga pants, in her SUV, being a middle-aged white lady. Yes, of course. Blaring. As I walk through yeah, the valley Tim's of the shadow Tim's app is uh, turns out nice enough to unpause your Spotify and then blare out again. <laughs> So this time, uh, actually thought we we line Ashley up on the phone here to sort of make sure we got our facts straight. Yes. Uh, because Ashley, thank you for taking a minute here. Um, you you were at the superstore in Bears Lake getting groceries. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, I know where this is going. Mm-hmm. And you got the PC Express, so they came out to bring the groceries and put it into the back of the car. You guys are still doing that. Oh yeah. 
Oh, it's so handy. Yes. It is. Yes, mm-hmm. that happened. In the fancy new SUV that you happen to be driving with all kinds of technology we barely understand, uh, can you not push a button and open the back lift gate? Yeah, when, when you see them start to come out, you open it up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the groceries got put in the back, and then yeah. the uh, employee left, <laughs> and the, the lift gate uh, was put back down? Well, usually they put it back down, yeah. But he did not, no. Did you close it uh, mm. before or after driving away? Well, the car was beeping, but it always beeps at me, no matter <laughs> what. Like, even when I'm sitting in, like, a drive-thru, it's beeping at me. So I just ignore it. And then, so I was ignoring it, but then I realized, like, the back window was very dirty. And it wasn't dirty. <laughs> I was like, oh, the truck's so open. Look at that. Oh, dear. Yeah, that's why it was beeping at me. But, but then I had to, like, get out. It wouldn't let me do it from the driver's side. So I had to, like, stop, which is even more embarrassing, put it in park, get out of the car, go around, press the button at the back to close it while everybody stood around watching and waiting for me. At, like, a stop sign, perhaps? <laughs> at an intersection? Perhaps. <laughs> oh, <no! laughs> now, whoever's listening to this, I hope that they never, like, saw that. <laughs> I hope they did and they call us. <laughs> <laughs> that was also after I had run into the other store and I left my groceries in the cart. I put yeah. it back away. Oh, yeah. I think the moral of the story is you should do the grocery shopping for me. Oh, now I really have to go. can't help that this is what's in the headlines this morning. It's tragic, but it's true. Melanie Informant. The internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 103.5. This is Tragically Trending. Miller Lite was slammed for, quote, woke commercial. And Miller Lite slaps back at anti-woke quit- critics. Wow. I know, I know. I don't think anybody knows what woke means these days. I do not think it means what we think it means. It's, no, does not. Also, is this a WWF match between Hulk Hogan and The Undertaker? <laughs> like, what's with all the slamming and the slapping? The whole thing's getting out of hand, so allow me to people's elbow the whole damn thing. This <laughs> is stupid. <sighs> Miller Lite is the next canceled beer for this ad. Here's a little known fact. Women were among the very first to brew beer ever. Centuries later, how did the industry pay homage to the founding mothers of beer? They put us in bikinis. Wow. So here's to women, because without us, there would be no beer. Yeah, fine. Good point. All this controversy controversy is after Bud Light faced their own controversy because they sent a handful of custom cans of beer to trans influencer Dylan Mulvaney, who posted about it, because that's what influencers do, and yeah. all hell broke loose, something that has seen Bud Light sales drop by 23% from last year. Except that the Miller Light ad was before all of that. Mm-hmm. It was from March. It was to celebrate Women's History Month. And it was completely overlooked at the time until people got up in arms about Bud Light and had to find more things to be mad at because snow is going to flake no matter what you do. <laughs> so some people have some thoughts like Joe Rogan. Those women wear bikinis because they look great. They like to look great. It's not bad to look great. It's just yeah. like it's not bad for a guy to have a shirt off. It's so oh, stupid. It's that human beings make beer, okay? And some human beings look good in bikinis. It's like, what are we doing? 
It's crazy. Women do it. Women do it. Women it's, do it. Like, what, I'd like to see a pie chart of how many women are actually involved <laughs> in making beer. No, or don't yes, do yes, that, Joe. Yes, 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 I know. Or, of course, a panelist on Fox. I just spent the last week at the beach in Florida, where I am from, with my family near in St. Pete, near where you're from. Uh, and everybody was in bikinis on the beach. So I'm not sure who this goes to, because women clearly still want to wear bikinis. And, you know, speaking of that, 20 years ago, in 2003, I won the swimsuit competition at the Miss Sword of Yes! Oh I want someone to find the picture. I don't think it's on the internet, because I want everyone to think I still look like that. So, <laughs> you do. Maybe right. someone will leak it, and then I do not look like that anymore. Oh, my God. Yeah, the whole all... thing is so silly. People still wear bikinis. Who cares? Yes, yes, yes. And then there's the usual group of people who are calling for Miller Lite to be canceled because somehow supporting women in any way is anti-man and out of touch with their manly man demo. I just didn't know men were actually so fragile that one can't possibly say something supportive about women without it taking away from them. Oh no, wait, I totally did know that. <laughs> All this ad was saying is that women shouldn't be forced to mud wrestle in order to sell beer. Mm. Nothing about that is controversial. No. No one's saying you can't wear a bikini. No one's saying you can't do anything you want with their body. They're saying no one's body should be exploited just to sell beer. But let me let you in on a little secret. Neither company actually let you, the consumer, down. Because big beer corporations are not your friends. And they are not your political allies. They are that guy that's putting all the rounds of beer on your tab and then going off to drink that beer with people they think are better than you. They're selling legalized poison to you. Poison that tastes like untreated well water. So buy their beer or don't. But don't expect that they actually care about you when it comes to you, all they care about is your money. Yes. So know your role and shut your mouth, you jabronis. <laughs> People's elbow. <laughs> we have a brand new game to present to you today, which may soon become our absolute favorite. Yeah, enjoy it while it lasts. Is Melody wrong? <laughs> Welcome to Is Melody wrong? Okay, I, I just as a disclaimer, before we get into this, as a blanket statement, what you were about to say, I agree with. <laughs> but circumstantially, circumstantially, I think that my circumstances were different. Why don't you lay out what you did then, since you seem to agree with me anyway? I had made a delicious fish pie at home. And Tom and I are trying to make things that have leftovers so we don't have to buy lunch. And a fish pie like, is like a fish cake? It's no, it's like a like the bottom is the fish and it's cooked in like butter and milk and stuff, and then there's some corn and peas over top and lots of cheese and lots of butter. And then uh, mashed potatoes. So okay. it's like a shepherd's pie, but with fish. Okay. Delicious. Mm-hmm. Had it, had leftovers, brought it for lunch. <laughs> To the office. Yes. Only because I knew that if I cooked it, it wasn't going to smell fishy. It was only going to smell like buttery, cheesy goodness. So, wait a minute. Leftover fish dinner, intentionally brought to a workplace, Mm -hmm. intentionally put into the workplace fridge Mm -hmm. that already... Stinks, by Not the way. Because of my fish pie. But it already, already stinks. Yes. And with full intentions of microwaving said fish in the work microwave. Yes. Is Melody wrong? Yes, of course she is. <laughs> no, I'm 
not. Number one answer. It's the only answer on the board. I didn't bring it in this studio. I was in a different room. You were in a different room. And then you opened the door to that room. And I said, oh, I'm sorry if it smells like fish in here. And you said. It only smelled like the new foam pads on the walls. Yeah. So you couldn't smell it. Only because it was overpowered by chemicals. No, you couldn't smell it because it didn't smell. And you are already finished eating it. It was already gone. Who knows how much time had passed oh, in between for the smell matter. to dissipate. I wasn't out in the open main common area when the microwave was open to waft fish throughout the building. Courtney simply sent us the meme of, of the former president saying, Wrong. Of course you're wrong. That was before she'd heard the context. Oh, come on. Don't act like the majority is on your side here because... Because Ken said, if you didn't smell the fish, I did it right. Kelly said, I'd take leftover fish over leftover boiled eggs any day. And well, also, <laughs> pregnant people get a pass for anything they want to eat whenever they want to eat it. <laughs> well, who's this? It's Jake. <gasps> Jake! Jake is on, Jake is on. Jake is on, Jake is on. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Are you here to play our favorite new game, Is Melody Wrong? Yes, I am. And <laughs> your verdict, please, if you would. Okay, so I'm going with Melody on this <gasps> one because I've done it before. Yeah! Because only, and I, I, I'm actually, like, I 100% agree with Melody because you're not supposed to take fish or microwave it. Because it's just played nasty usually and it stinks. Yes, yes so usually. You're but, with everybody. No, no, no. But Blanket? If, if it's completely and utterly covered in cheese and mashed potatoes oh, and that kind of stuff, yes. you're not going to smell it. Like it, And it's going to taste amazing the next day. Yes. It just happens to be in it. It's not actually the dish. <sighs> exactly. Wrong. Like, you're not going to smell it. Also, Foreman said about the chemical thing that he would, he couldn't smell it because of the chemicals. It wouldn't matter if you doused him in chemicals. He'd still be too stubborn to say he smelled it. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Typical Foreman leaving this open for everyone to give their opinion and weigh in, and then he's just going to tell everyone they're wrong anyway. You're wrong. Somebody wrong. needs to take that wrong button away from him. <laughs> You've, you misinterpreted the point of the game. No. The, the name of the game is Melody Wrong is a rhetorical question. The answer no, is yes. No, Melody's never, ever wrong. Thank you. We're only going to play it when she's emphatically wrong. <laughs> okay, but after we play this for a while, can we play is Ashley wrong? See how far oh. that gets you. No, oh, uh, that game doesn't exist, sadly. <laughs> You still have a job? <laughs> I'm here, aren't I? <laughs> We're Melody and Foreman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. My swipe card worked. I'm in the building. Must be because our boss wasn't here yesterday. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> Why not test my fate again today? Yeah, exactly. Now, wondering if you would like a free WestJet flight. <laughs> I mean, it's not free. Oh, and, my gosh. And I come bearing physical raffle tickets. I see you have Three raffle tickets three in hand. Booklets. Oh, three booklets. Oh, there's a whole bunch of them in here. I can't believe you still have that many left after how many you hawked yesterday. It's the gift of flight raffle. Don't you want to support the athletes of Atlantis Atlantis artistic swimming? 
Absolutely, I do. Well, my daughter happens to be one of them, and that's how you can support her in her activity raffle. Does she get anything from selling lots of tickets? Does she get anything? Like, does she get a prize? Do the kids get a prize for having the most raffle tickets sold? She should. Because there were definitely money. <laughs> the grand prize is one round trip flight for two guests to any regularly scheduled and marketed WestJet destination. Only open to residents of Nova Scotia. All proceeds benefit Atlantis Artistic Swimming Athletes. License AGD 32478923. No cash value. Fees, taxes, surcharges not included. Blackout dates and restrictions apply. But besides all that... <laughs> I mean, this is basically asking people to gamble on the radio. It's not gambling. They have a lottery license. A raffle is a form of gambling where people pay money to buy tickets that give them the chance of winning prizes. That's raffle laws in the U.S. and Canada. You're so supportive. You've looked up the definition of gambling. I sure have. (laughs) (laughs) Just here to make your life easier, sir. All I know is one... Round trip flight for two guests wherever WestJet flies, assuming they're not grounded because the pilot might be (laughs) putting a wrench into that plan at the moment. Other than that, it may only cost you as little as $5 a ticket. Listen, I will buy one. I'm just shocked there are any left. Well, you can e-transfer $5 per ticket to foreman at hotcountry1035.ca. Right now. (laughs) And I will in turn, now that I know how this works properly, I will in turn have your name, your phone number, and your email address because you've e-transferred me. And I will put it on the physical ticket, which goes into the draw. And I will reply with a picture of all that for you on every single ticket. Wow, you've got a lot of people to do that for after yesterday. I do. Ken, Ken, my goodness, has already e-transferred me $100. That's a lot of tickets, Ken. (laughs) Ken in Dartmouth was taking 20 tickets. Jess in Cole Harbor uh, says, I'll send $5. Brad in Spryfield says, Foreman, I would also like $20 worth of raffle tickets. So five tickets. Uh, Four. (laughs) Right? Four tickets. Zena. I would like a ticket, please. Zena's feeling lucky rolling the dice again because she just won the e-bike on the weekend. You've created a monster with Zena. Yeah. Now, now that she's won something, that's it. She's she's trying her odds on everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jake and Bridgewater would like 20 bucks worth of tickets. Yes, Jake and Bridgewater also private messaged me to ask me to ask you where, where he can send the e-transfer. Foreman at hotcountry1035.ca. <laughs> Don't know if this is above board, but... Uh, well, we haven't gotten in trouble for it yet. Yet. <laughs> What's up, Ron? Uh, I was just uh, listening to the radio on the weekend, and I heard uh, Luke Combs' version of Fast Car. Yeah. thought it was fantastic. It is. Yeah. And I figured maybe while Foreman was still employed there after that whole raffle scandal, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe you could mash those together and see how they come out. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love the turn that this call took. <laughs> so before Foreman gets uh, laid off for for shamelessly using our show to sell raffle tickets for his daughter, you want him to do a mashup of the Luke Combs version and the Tracy Chapman version? Oh yeah, my uh, my wife and I were listening to it. The first thing I thought was, it doesn't sound a whole lot different. No, no. but I think that's right? why like, it's so good. I mean, that was yeah. such a great song to begin with. Like, yeah, such a great song. Yeah, he oh he killed it. So then, how many raffle tickets are you prepared to buy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you get people? Are you gonna have us lined up outside the uh, uh, building or what? Do 
Do you want one round trip flight for two guests to any regularly scheduled and marketed West Jet destination or not? <laughs> I may stop by and ask for you at the door. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Ron. And if you do, uh, just as you have asked for, and I will say, these songs were harder to put together than it may seem, as they sing in different keys. Mm. And apparently, Tracy Chapman does not like to record with a metronome. <laughs> gonna free bird it yeah so oh i love it as soon as i hear it it just makes me feel things this is tracy yep yep luke combs i feel great but i don't feel uh, things in the same way oh god stop maybe we make a deal Maybe together we can get somewhere <laughs> Any place is better Starting from zero Got nothing to lose Maybe we'll make Why? something Oh my gosh myself, I got nothing to prove ah. This sounds a little chipmunky Sensory overload here <laughs> <laughs> nothing that you guys asked about or anything like that i just want to like give my two cents about something and it may be important it may not be you guys can decide sure. um you guys are talking a little bit about um you know the nurses situation and um you know uh, increasing our nurses that sort of thing you know government stuff right yes yeah. so i just wanted to chime in just a little bit um you know the government is given this ten thousand dollar bonus that everybody's all excited about right yes Nicely taxed, mm. $10,000 well, yeah, bonus. Well, yeah, pre-tax, $10,000. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no questions asked, all that stuff? Yeah. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. Okay, so I just wanted to let everybody know, um, it's a little bit political, but um, a lot of our nurses, I mean a lot of our nurses, are getting slapped in the face by that bonus because most of us are not getting it, just so everybody knows. <laughs> I am a nurse. I'm a full-time permanent nurse. I am not getting it. I'm not even going to tell you why, because it's one of the many stipulations, even though there aren't stipulations um, put in place. But the biggest one I want to explain to everybody, everybody that's listening, um, this is not increasing our nursing situation. It brought a lot of our nurses out of retirement for it, um, which is great. Um, so we did get an increase, yes, for sure. But by the time it's taxed, they're getting about $5,500 from it. Mm-hmm. Which is great. It's still fifty five hundred dollars. I'll take that for not getting anything. <laughs> yeah, no <Yeah>. kidding. <laughs> I'll take the fifty five hundred. I'm not complaining about not getting the ten grand. Okay, but the biggest problem for me and for for most people is we can't survive without our casuals. Our casual nurses have like helped us through this crazy pandemic without our casuals. Our casuals choose to work the same job that I'm working as a full-time permanent staff, doing the same things, leaving their families for 12-hour shifts, not seeing them for holidays, um, not taking vacations, working overtime, not getting benefits, by the way, as a casual, but choosing to work casual so that they can have a little bit of a work-family balance. Mm -hmm. And they're getting slapped in the face because because they're casuals, they're not worthy of the 10000 I know you said you didn't really want to get into why, but is there, like, why wouldn't you get the 10000 As a full-time nurse. Yeah. Okay, I'm just going to, okay, I will tell you. Okay, I will Give tell it to you. Us. Because it's <laughs> one of the arm. other stipulations. It's, um, if any of us have, 
accepted any kind of bonus within the last 24 months, then you're not eligible. I accepted a $1,200 signing bonus for my full-time position 22 months ago. Oh, come on. That's BS. Yeah, exactly. So everybody's all like, ooh, the, you know, we're, it's helping our health care system. No, it's not. Everybody's getting, you know, we're, we're going to lose more nurses than we're gaining coming out of retirement because they're like, there's no appreciation here. Why am I killing myself with yeah. this government that doesn't give a shit? Oh, oh, sorry. That's okay. No. That. It, it sounds like you're um, either being penalized if you dare to have the audacity to want to have any sort of work-life balance whatsoever, or exactly. if you if you were fortunate enough to get any sort of bonus <laughs> at all. Mm-hmm. So, and these casuals, they don't get benefits. They don't have pension. They no. don't have vacation. They don't have. They don't get any of that stuff. They don't get sick time if they're sick. They go without pay. You should uh, deserve, and you should be getting that ten thousand dollar bonus, even if it Absolutely only really I is should. five thousand. I'm missing it by two months. But it's, you seem to be very passionate that maybe part of this conversation that isn't being had should be why aren't casual nurses getting that bonus and getting benefits and everything else that you enjoy? Exactly. And here, here's the other thing: as a full time permanent staff, I cannot get vacation. I can't. I have vacation. I can't use it because we don't have staff. I, you know, it's it's funny because this we when this program was announced, we even immediately poked holes in it because it seems like other provinces are doing more yeah. than just this ten thousand dollar thing, which apparently isn't really much of a ten thousand dollar thing. I'm telling you, it would be a guess for me to say at least fifty percent are not getting it. Yeah, it would be a guess. So I can't like I, that's you know I can't you know it's a made up. But but most of the people I talk to aren't getting it for some reason or other. But it's and it's a slightly different situation. I understand. But the biggest other provincial story that sticks out to me is that to attract more rural family physicians, Saskatchewan is offering two hundred thousand dollar bonuses. Wow! And how do we compete with that? Yeah, we obviously aren't. Wow! Yeah. It's insane. I don't know what the answer is at all. But like, don't go to the media and say. No questions asked. Every nurse in Nova Scotia is getting $10,000. It's a lie. It's to make the government look like they're doing something that's not really doing anything at all. We can't help that this is what's in the headlines this morning. It's tragic, but it's true. Melanie Informant. The internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 103.5. This is Tragically Trending. Let's talk about TMZ's reporting. And I lose <laughs> use that term very loosely when talking, yeah, <laughs> when talking about the television equivalent of the exploitive tabloid trash that you see in line at the checkout next to the horoscopes in the Archie comics. <laughs> TMZ just released a new documentary called Britney Spears, The Price of Freedom. A t- wait, a TMZ documentary? <laughs> yes, yes, <Okay>. I know. <laughs> which focuses on the year and a half after her conservatorship ended, and it claims that her marriage to Sam Ashgari is in trouble and that she physically assaults him. Sam's already taken to social media to say it's disgusting that people are trying to tell Britney's story like it's their story and not her story after everything that she's been through, but ethics are of no concern to a company like TMZ. After all, they are the same outlet, again, News outlet using that term very loosely with highly exaggerated air quotes. 
to report on Kobe Bryant and his daughter's death even before yeah. the Bryant family was notified? Oh, boy. Yep. Yep, great. They're also not always known to be accurate, like when they reported Miley Cyrus died in a terrible car accident in 2008, or when they reported uh, that they had a picture of Whitney Houston's body being carried out of a hotel oh. room after she died, except that it wasn't her body at all. And let's not forget that they have television doctor David Drew Pinsky as their expert, doing what he does worst, diagnosing at a distance, just like he did with Hillary Clinton during the 2016 presidential campaign when he said she had a brain injury. Oh, right. Yeah, he also called the pandemic press-induced and COVID a mild flu, until he got it himself, of course. <laughs> and he was the doctor residing over VH1's celebrity rehab from 2008 to 2012, right. a period during which five cast members died. All of this to say, TMZ, while fun and often very fast with their information, is not a trusted source on reporting for anything, and their ethical standards make people like Jerry Springer look like Peter Mansbridge. <laughs> anyway, moving on to a much-needed palate cleanser that happens to involve shotgunning a beer. Yes, specifically. <laughs> which I feel like I just did. I know. <laughs> Luke Holmes teaching Ed Sheeran how to shotgun a beer. You want to be mindful of where your top is, here, right? Because once that opens, beer's coming out of that if it's pointing at the ground. So you want this point to the sky. And once you're up, you, then you crack the top and it just, just going to go. You want me to go first or you want to go together? I think we go together, right? Okay. All right, count us down. Three, two, one. Luke Holmes is already done. <laughs> I know. I'm going to post this on our Instagram too because it is truly delightful. It's another step in the ongoing induction of Ed Sheeran into country music and also a lesson for us all because I didn't know shotgunning a beer wasn't something done in the UK. And how does it make everybody feel to know that in a place that allows drinking in public and has outdoor open air urinals on the streets, shotgunning a beer is still beneath them. <laughs> Kelsey, who texted us, my Mother's Day actually went great because I bought a dishwasher for myself as I'm sick of being one. <laughs> oh, Ooh. Yep. Yep. Look, yep. That, that was more directed at somebody else, <laughs> not us. And the fact that she had to buy it herself. But I guess sometimes you just have to take things into your own hands. If you want something done right, you got to do it yourself. Or you end up in a situation like I did. <laughs> but before we talk about mine, how was your Mother's Day? Oh, I think it I think it went okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, because uh, you weren't sure what to do. No, and we were very much in a mode of like, well, don't spend any money. And, uh, you know, we don't need to get each other like big gifts because we could just, just buy what you need. Um, and flowers especially like, okay. Okay, she, I know Ashley does like flowers, but a, a elaborate bouquet for Mother's Day from a florist, like, you know, it's expensive. Yeah. Like I mean, 60 bucks at like the lowest at tier. At least. Yeah. Yes. So I found a flower farm oh. and I could get a lovely seasonal bouquet, 25 bucks. Oh, that's great. Point Foreman. Yes. Yes. Of course. Genius. I think it's just Bloom Flowers. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, and so arranged it. E easy to arrange. Sent them an e-transfer, 25 bucks. Done. Friday after work, go. I'll go out there to pick it up because I just have a little stand at the side of the road. You just go get your bouquet. Oh, nice. Perfect. Put it in Google Maps. Oh, my. <laughs> I knew, I knew, I was, you know, it's a farm, and I knew it's outside of the city, obviously. A little bit far? Uh, it, and at the risk of opening up this can of worms yet again, it's in the Myers-Grant area. Ah, yes. 
which turns out is about 45 minutes from 100 Main Street, Dartmouth. Oh, no. <laughs> We're already 20 minutes from your home where yeah, we are. So it's 55 plus <laughs> minutes from the farm back to my house. So like a two hour round trip for your $25 bouquet. But the bouquet itself only costs 25 bucks. It's just in gas and time. And wear and tear. <laughs> it's a rickety road going up the Muscadabit River, as it turns out. What a sweet gesture, regardless. Right. That's right? what we're all going to take away from this. But it, it it was a sweet gesture because, A, you you were like, I know she likes this, but she doesn't want me to spend money. How do I solve this problem? Mm-hmm. You're only thinking of her, right? Yes. So So you did your best that you could. You, you researched it. You put work into it. Yeah, it was an inconvenience for you. But didn't fully research. You, you probably didn't let her know it was an inconvenience for you. No, let's hope she's not listening. <laughs> Doesn't matter if she is. I didn't complain about you it. You didn't complain no. about it. You didn't make her feel bad in any way. No. You get an applause. <laughs> I'll tell you what I got. No, no, no. I will say, you know, my husband made made me breakfast and he made me dinner. And at one point he took Lily for a walk. And so I got a nap for a little bit and he came back with a cinnamon bun. You know how I love my cinnamon buns. Uh, But the whole day started with a card. Okay. That he was very excited about because he made the card himself. Even better. Yep. Look Uh, at that effort and creativity and time. Yep. Super, super creative. I'm wondering what is this going to be? This is this is a first. I open the card, and it's the picture of me and Randy from Trailer Park Boys comparing bellies. <laughs> Randy, why don't you go on and eat a cheeseburger, you basketball eating walrus ass motherfucker? Frig off, J Rock. <laughs> yep, something everybody thought was so funny. If you recall. I did not. Randy is the absolute best on that show, and he completely <laughs> meant that you are the best wife ever and the best mom ever, and we're going to run with that. Because this is some comment he made last week. Yeah, when I was struggling to get into Lily's Fort, he said, okay, Randy, <laughs> which I shared on the radio. Again, <laughs> everybody thought it was super funny. Nice little joke on the radio. We were all, you know, it is funny. We weren't all laughing. <laughs> I was not laughing. I might have looked like I was laughing in the video that we posted to all our social feeds. I was laughing on the outside, dying on the inside. Uh, and so that that is my lovely, loving Mother's Day card. And I blame you, Foreman. And I blame you, Jake. And I blame all of you that laughed about it. That <laughs> I have this on my mantle right now. On your mantle? <laughs> well, how was your Mother's Day, Patricia? I love my son to death. We've had some rough times, you know, uh... Marriages and stuff like that, divorces. Yep. So my Mother's Day was, hot Mom, we're stay together. We'll borrow your car to drive my girlfriend to see her mother. Oh. <laughs> but anyways, we had a wonderful drive home. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got a nice drive for Mother's Day. <laughs> well, I mean, I take what I can. Smoking like a true mom. <laughs> Thanks, Patricia. Stay out of trouble. Thanks. <laughs> Hi, you're on Hot Country 103.5. Who's this? Hey, guys. It's Austin. Austin. This is Austin. What can we do? Hey. <laughs> At least that was smoother than what I did. <gasps> Let's hear it. 
Uh, the game of the week, my wife sent me a picture of a purse and a pair of shoes that she really liked. And I told her, go ahead, go ahead and get them. Instead of going and getting them for Mother's Day. We both didn't even pick up no, on that either. I was like, no, that's, that's nice. That's yeah. nice. <laughs> yeah, no, she was giving me a very, very subtle hint oh. that she wanted them even for Mother's the- Day. Well, you know, lesson learned. Even the most obvious hints <laughs> do not land. That's um exactly. that reminds me of another thing that happened on the weekend. <laughs> because because there had been no discussion about like what meals might be made or anything like that. Right. And so I was going to the grocery store, so I just messaged and said, like, was there any specific thing you wanted me to pick up since I'm gonna be here? And the response was um, just get whatever you feel like eating, and I'll make it. <laughs> like, Wrong answer? Yeah. Okay. Just checking. Most bag answer ever. <laughs> just whatever you think. I'll just make it. Like, yeah. So I got sausages. <laughs> I mean, I did make up for it in the fact that we went swimming with her daughter. Yeah. yeah. She's doing awesome with that. Aw. And we, then we went out for lunch. That's uh, nice. So, okay. It was a good good Mother's Day thing for her. Does she but, think it was a good Mother's Day? Um, well, she's got a fever now, so she's not sure. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Yeah, just a random onslaught of 102 fever. Oh, jeez. Like, I don't feel bad. Like, I don't feel like I'm sick, but well, I got this wicked uh, fever. At the, at the, if there's any saving grace, at least she didn't catch it from you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Did, yes. It didn't get you the positive. purse in the bag, but here I got you this fever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, well, thanks for yep. calling, Austin. Hopefully you survived yep. the week. <laughs> yes, hopefully. Hope you guys have a good rest of your day. You too. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> OnlyFans model discovers that her top subscriber is her stepfather. Ah, what a supportive dad. (laughs) (laughs) We are Melody and Vorman in the morning on Hot Country 103.5. And that's just one of many headlines in the news this week that we wouldn't dare make up. (laughs) But we can round up. Like seemingly pregnant woman actually delivers... 1,500 grams of cocaine in fake belly at traffic stop. And by delivers, you mean... Don't ask any further questions. Ah, okay. <laughs> Man charged for pointing gun at wife after she didn't invite him to Olive Garden. Well, she should have unlimited breadsticks. <laughs> to herself. <laughs> Japanese man arrested after threatening driving school with 1,500 origami cranes. What was he going to do with them? And why does that need lead to an arrest? <laughs> Ohio woman gets charged for defecating on church altar. Not the body of Christ. (laughs) At all. It compels me to do something. (laughs) Montreal Dog Park finds owners for 
barking dogs. Oh, can't have that. No. Florida teacher investigated for showing Disney movie Strange World to fifth grade Earth Sciences class. How dare she? Oh, learn about the world around us? Not in Florida. Watch a movie? Yeah. Halifax police request the public's assistance finding the owner of a quantity of money found in Bedford on May 15th. You know what? Never mind. That one's been solved. Oh, no. Forget you ever heard that one. I seem to have lost a quantity of money. No, I I know. I already solved it. Oh, okay. (laughs) Valley man hits police cruiser while fleeing drug bust. Imitation handgun, cash, scales, mushrooms, meth, and crossbow all seized. Ready for a zombie apocalypse and a really fun May 2-4 weekend. <laughs> Another separate valley man flees from RCMP twice, then threatens officers with pipe in driveway. Oh dear. Okay. (laughs) They're surrounding you at your home. There's no other way out. Hammond's Plains home invaders fire rifle and victim chases them away with axe. Oh my gosh. Also ready for a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. (laughs) These are all the headlines in the news this week that we can't make up. We're just rounding them up. Like Edmonton Oilers fan reportedly bit off people's fingers. What? Plural. During a watch party. Okay, well. In other sports news, Arizona Diamondbacks pitcher kills passing bird with warm-up throw. Oh, no! <laughs> Poor birdie. Uh, uh, remember this headline. We have an update. A headline that came to us back in April that was uh, New Orleans Pizzeria offering free pizza for a year yes. in exchange for Taylor Swift tickets. I do. Updates. New Orleans woman trades Taylor Swift tickets for a year of free pizza. I know. Must be really good pizza. (laughs) Okay, a few more headlines in the news left uh, this week that we can't make up. We're just rounding up like multiple, multiple vehicles caught in Colorado interstate sewer truck spill. Oh. Colossal bee attack forces man to collapse on live TV in L.A. Colossal bee attack. Yes. New fear unlocked. Bounce house businessman jailed for firebombing his rivals. Bouncy castles. (laughs) Who knew? In Italy, calls crisis meeting over surging pasta prices. (laughs) Not funny. It's a travesty. (laughs) Right. (laughs) What could be more Italian? Everybody! Hey! The power I wield. <laughs> we are here with Lee and Aaron, who run the eShop. Two friends with very different skills, which is very handy when you have a business endeavor together. Lee is a technical wizard. We now know who wrote this, by the way. <laughs> uh, technical wizard with electronic systems. <laughs> He spent a long time programming back-end automation, which you could maybe explain what that means to us. Uh, and not right now, and, and not to me, because I don't want to know. Aaron's skill sets are a little more general. He's got a strong understanding of recreation. He actually graduated from Acadia Rec Management, and also NSCC Marketing. And you guys fostered your working relationship when you were racing sailboats. Yeah, we decided to uh, take it upon ourselves to do a Blue Nose campaign in sailing. Ended up winning Chester Race Week. Uh, Lee does the rigging, I do the driving, and we said, hey, we should probably 
do something else together. So uh, we uh, we got into the industry, worked at a shop, and decided to open up our own. Um, it's been uh, it's been an absolute roller coaster so far. When you're on a sailboat, you really need to be able to communicate quickly and clearly, which we've been doing that since we were probably 10 years old. So it's been a great ride so far. You did just open. So. You did just open. <laughs> yeah. In Melody's hand is a bucket full of numbers. You got the, I see one of them. <laughs> is that zero, zero or 90? Eight. Well, way off. That's why I will not touch the numbers. In fact, Lee and Aaron will draw the numbers. That will determine who goes up first. Then you get to pick any key you want off the table over here to my right and try it on the lock. It's, it's entirely your fault if you pick the wrong key. All right, you guys ready to win an e-bike? First key, number 19, going in the hole, and it doesn't turn. Ah. Uh, no, you should all be cheering. <laughs> Here she goes, he's going into the lock. It went in really easily, no jokes to make here. And it didn't unlock. Looks a little bit nervous, palms are sweaty. Knees weak. Yeah. Mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti. <laughs> and it doesn't turn. Have you guys been up yet? Not yet. No, what number are you? 31. Are you getting nervous? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> What's your name? Carson. Carson, how do you, you put the key in and it didn't work for you, right? Yeah. How do you feel? Bad. <laughs> are you you're gonna go steal it from whoever wins? Yes. Stealing's okay. You're allowed to steal when you get bigger. <laughs> What's that? What do you say? Nothing. How do you feel standing and watching this now then? Oh, it's, it's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> you still want to see who wins? Yeah, exactly. You need some closure on it. Maybe they'll sell it to me. <laughs> Nine? Oh, is everybody is watching. Nine keys left. Oh! Congratulations, give it up for Zena! I can't believe this. I can't believe this. Now, if you uh, listen to our morning show at all, you may recognize Zena from her song. My name is Zena Ricerone. I'm as skinny as a stick of macaroni. <laughs> Not no more, though. That was made up when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> How are you feeling? Overwhelmed, excited. I can't believe I just won this. Oh, my God. <laughs> you got a lot of bike riding to do now. Um, not me, my son. It's going to my son. <laughs> your son? Yes. Is that him over here? Him. Mitchell, congratulations. You got yourself a new e-bike. Where are you going to ride this thing to? So I actually, uh, I actually recently moved out to Bridgewater and without a license because I've been a city boy my whole life. The bus has just done me fine. And I don't work too far from home, but it is kind of like a half hour walk. So it can be, you know, a little tedious. This is the perfect A to B transition. This is, this yeah. is a savior. This is amazing. This is uh, truly awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. And that's why it's going to them. <laughs> yeah. You've made everyone else feel a little less bad about not winning it for themselves. Congratulations, guys. This is just so great. Right, the roni, and she's as giddy as a stick of macaroni. Hot Country 103.5! 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 Hot Country 
we got to uh, hang out with a lot of our coworkers yesterday, which we don't normally get to do when you work odd hours from everybody else. Yes. But we threw you a nice little surprise uh, diaper party yesterday. Yeah, it was like a diaper party baby sprinkle. Yeah, there's a little, uh, a slight incline of diapers. Yes. A small hill, a yes. knoll, if you will. A baby bump of diapers. Yes. <laughs> and some cards and some other nice gifts. And it was lovely to sit and chat and see everybody and have a nice decorated room. Yes. It really was. And that's like, as soon as HR and the boss leave, that's when you as coworkers really start talking. Mm-hmm. Turns out we all started talking about something that... Uh, I, and I had merely glanced at it on the internet this week and passed right over it because I thought, well, pff, that's silly. Why would anyone do a study on that? Of course, that doesn't happen to anybody. I'm not going to pay attention to it. But you and somebody else here did because you do it. It's talking about you. Yeah, and it's that we don't wash our water bottles. Now, ew, David. <laughs> I am aware... Now that it's gross. Oh, now. But I just always was like, it's just water going in. And I might put some water in and shake it around and dump it out, but I haven't been washing it because it's just been water. It's not oh getting God. it's not getting dirty. It's just water. Oh my god, ew, David. Thank you. <laughs> Alexis is having a hard time today. She is. But that, yeah, I, but I but I'm so grossed out now. Yeah, this uh, study shows that uh, on average, your unwashed reusable water bottle is uh, two times dirtier than your average kitchen sink. Yeah. Like two times the amount of bacteria, five times the amount of bacteria on your unwashed reusable water bottle than the company computer mouse that you're using. Oh. 14 times more bacteria in that water bottle sitting right there than a pet bowl that's been slobbered on all day. Which I would never drink from. And the piece de resistance. <laughs> Your water bottle has 40,000 times more bacteria than the average toilet seat. I'm so conflicted because this is a completely full water bottle that I'm too grossed out to drink from right now, but I'm also so thirsty. <laughs> oh, well, who's this? It's Andrea. Andrea! It's Andrea who had a farm. Oh, don't forget the pig that lived in the living room. And she is on the phone. Hey! Melody, I'm so sorry. It pains me to say this, but I agree with Foreman. Yeah, I don't... Well, oh. What? <laughs> I, I know. You're probably more shocked than Melody is. No. The no, whole water no bottle quest- thing. No I agree with him. No questions asked, Andrea. Wait. We can't even call this an agree with Foreman thing because <laughs> it's just basic. Whoop. <laughs> it's just basic hygiene. I mean, Foreman didn't come up with the idea that you should wash your water bottle. It's just basic science and hygiene, and I just wasn't aware. Fair enough. I do have a question for you. When you first bought it, did you wash it after you bought it? I did wash it the first time. Ah, there you go. Okay. Yeah, because I'm I know you're supposed to do you. that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you knew that much. The rest of it, which you you just literally said, make is plain common sense, essentially. No, I am, I'm more just saying that because this isn't a Foreman wins thing. You didn't. This isn't your opinion versus All my opinion. Sorry, I couldn't hear you. 
Um, but I do have to say I'm also slightly team Melody in the fact that I will use mine for about three days and then wash it. Okay. Unless I am sick. If I am sick, that thing gets washed every day. I, okay, I will say that I have washed these things when I've been sick. I get rid of my toothbrush. I wash my everything. I make sure we change our sheets. Don't you yes. and Tom share a toothbrush? No, we don't share a toothbrush. We have in our life at a time when, when we had to. We don't just do it. Yeah, will it take more than two hands to count how many times you've shared a toothbrush? He asked, knowing the answer is probably yes. I don't don't agree with sharing a toothbrush. No, I don't agree with it either. It only happened because we only had one. We just had circumstances. We only had one. I don't okay. don't look at me like this is a regular occurrence. <laughs> I would rather have Johnny Depp's teeth yeah. than share a toothbrush. <laughs> oh, oh, that got that got dark. And we can't help that this is what's in the headlines this morning. It's tragic, but it's true. Melanie Informant. The internet is a breeding ground for freaks. Hot Country 1035. This is Tragically Trending. How dare Rachel Bilson talk about receiving a wand in her chamber of secrets? What? Do all of that? <laughs> she recently lost an endorsement deal because she happened to talk on a podcast about her favorite um, sexy time positions because she was asked the question and she answered it, which is typical in an exchange of dialogue. Yes. Here's what she had to say. I basically got a job that I already had pulled from me because I was speaking openly about sex. What? I'm baffled. (laughs) A single mom, a woman, lost a job because they were being candid and honest and the subject was sex. Yep, yep. And she got a job she already had taken away from her because of this. Yep. Oh, come on. She's aware that the language that she used in the podcast might have been a little bit too descriptive. Reflecting on it, I mean, the language that was used in the clickbait headlines... Sure. Oh, I want to be manhandled. First of all, I said it in a joking manner in the interview. I didn't even have a chance to defend myself. Yeah, I think it was a conservative (laughs) brand when it came to light. And they said they weren't comfortable. And that if people keep Googling, they'll see the other things that I've commented on. I was floored. I cried. Yeah. But might I remind you that earlier this week, the entire controversy from the conservative crew was how dare Miller Lite tell women what to do with their bodies if women look good in bikinis, let them wear bikinis. And then just days later from the people of the exact same political persuasion, it's, but women aren't allowed to actually be empowered by what they do with their bodies. No, 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 no. Right. That's not okay. Just your daily reminder of how lovely it is to be a woman. Yeah, seems the people who don't understand why people get offended so easily and who don't ever want to be told what to do, like to be offended and tell people what to do about everything all the time. Weird, right? Yeah. Weird how that happens. And you have uh, an update to share with us? Sure do. So yesterday we got to do our pre-closing inspection on the house. That you're, you're moving into, well... By when do you get it? I well, actually, 
this day next week is the day that we officially move in. Oh, hey. Yeah. So so we closed on it yesterday uh, and we close on our current house next week. But um, we had to do the pre-closing inspection. And I was talking about this because I was telling you how in our closing, it was a conditional thing that we had to have our house professionally cleaned before they moved in. <laughs> I can't believe you let them get away with that. A con- how the market has changed. A condition that you had to professionally clean your house for the buyers. I, I didn't think it seemed unreasonable. I <laughs> thought, yeah, that makes sense. Wouldn't you do that anyway? No, you would not. <laughs> and that's what you said. And nobody has done. I mean, we, we took calls and texts from people when you first brought this up. And nobody has had to deal with that before. When we moved the stove, it was absolutely things were living there. Um, moldy things. Oh. And the fridge had only one shelf. <laughs> one shelf. We're still on clogging drains. Like, oh. <laughs> the shower was absolutely gross. I mean, not only was it the fact that it was a really old shower and it was banana yellow. Until you cleaned it off and it was white underneath. <laughs> <laughs> you get the idea. <laughs> we even had someone who works for a cleaning service say, yeah, never assume that they're going to do it. They, no. They've seen some things in their day. Yeah. Which horrified me. I was terrified. So I was I was at a doctor's appointment when Tom got to first go and the, all I cared about, I all I wanted to know is how dirty is it? How dirty is it? And he said, no, it, like, it looks like they got it cleaned. I'm like, really? They got it cleaned? Yep. And I, went, by the time I got there, I had to investigate for myself. And they definitely got it professionally cleaned. <gasps> All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Just got money on my mind. Come on. Everything's coming up the roses. <laughs> <laughs> the fridge, spotless. I hate you. I know you do. <laughs> The cupboard's spotless. Who does that? They did that. You didn't even make it a condition. I know. I couldn't believe it. I was so, so happy. The only thing that we have to be concerned about is the fact that uh, on the the porch, it's a big, 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 big porch. Yeah. Either in their process of moving, they just had uh, some blankets and pillows left over and didn't know what to do with them, so they just chucked them there. Or somebody's living on our porch. <laughs> I I mean it's one or the other, <laughs> and I'm sure we're gonna find out soon. <laughs> Text nine zero two four two five one zero three five. Write Melody Informant on socials or email Melody Informant at HotCountry one zero three five dot ca.